Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Maker Mom podcast. Today's guest is Jesse with Built by Jesse. Um, I had a super fun time talking with Jesse about all kinds of things uh, from spending her summers as a child in the Dominican Republic to how she got started into uh, DIY and making and how she really just loves to transform a room. I think you guys will really enjoy it as well. Uh, just as a reminder, make sure you're following along with Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram at Maker Mom Podcast. That's where all updates and stuff are posted and the link in the bio there will take you all sorts of places, uh, including show notes for every episode that we've had so far, including this episode, and a link to join, officially join the Maker Mom podcast tribe over on Patreon so you get early access to each week's episode, plus you get to join in on the online maker meetups, and you get swag, um, plus, you know, some other benefits I'm sure I'll be working on throwing in there as well, so make sure, again, at Maker Mom Podcast and Instagram that you're following along. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I will stop talking, and here is Jesse with Built by Jesse. Okay, so um, to get started... How about you just give a little introduction of yourself? Who are you? Okay. Hi. Um, my name is Azar Green, but I go by Jesse. On Instagram, my handle is uh, built by Jesse. And I like to make stuff. Um, I like to DIY and I like to woodwork. Eventually, I'd like to try welding. But um, I just like to make things prettier. Um, just making a room. I'm like, okay, maybe we can update this room and do this or maybe build a piece of furniture and do this with it or a sign or whatnot. So that's what I like to do. And I'm a mom, uh, married, I have three boys and uh, there's a 10 year age gap between my oldest and my youngest. We had our first and we figured out oh, we'll just have one kid. And then when he was eight years old and we had moved into a bigger house, we're like, ah, oh, you know, he's getting old and he sure needs some siblings just in case, you know, something happens to us or whatever. So we had another baby and they said, we're going to have another one right back to back so we can just keep them together. So that's what we did. Um, and uh, I work full time and try to do what I like to do, enjoy making stuff while I can, whenever I can, which is often just not sleeping much. <laughs> <laughs> Moms don't need sleep. Um, right. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> our, our kids train us to not need sleep. <laughs> People say, oh, I want to go to, oh, you know, I slept in. I'm like, sleeping in? What is that? What is sleeping in this concept? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with kind of going in the way back machine here. And All right. What was your childhood like? Where did you grow up and what things were you interested in? Um, I uh, grew up in South Florida, which is still where I live. 
Um, uh, my mother is Dominican from Dominican Republic, so um, she came here in the late 70s, and um, I was born here. Um, and I just spent most of my summers in Dominican Republic and came back for school here. She was a single mom raising four of us. Um, so it was tough growing up, you know, single mom, and there wasn't much going around, and she had to work a lot to pretty much make ends meet and make sure we had, you know, whatever we needed, not necessarily what we wanted. Um, but just kids growing up and trying to make, do, you know, do what we can. Fortunately, we all survived. Uh, none of us got into any trouble. Um, and we all have decent careers now, which is good. Um, and there was no making, like, in my background or anything like that. Just winging it. What kind of things were you interested in as a kid? Um, uh, playing, just uh, like imaginary play. My sister and I would play silly games. Like there was always talk back in the days of like, uh, I guess maybe it was associated with global warming, how um, like Florida, since we live in Florida, we live in Florida, was eventually it was going to flood and Florida was going to go under underwater and, you know, my sister and I would play like, oh, you know, we could turn our beds upside down and we can make it to a boat and we can rescue people and this and that. Um, and that was as this young kid. <laughs> um, but as I grew older, I really wasn't into much. I like to journalize, journal a lot. I, am, so I have a lot of like diaries and, and journals and things like that. And I always try to like lock things down or write things down, probably because I don't remember much. Um, like I have like a short memory span or something. There's things like people like, oh, don't you remember when we did this? And I'm like, no, nah, not at all. Are you sure that was, you know, me? But I don't know. I don't remember it, so I have to write it down. So I like to write things down a lot, and I, I use calendars a lot. I did um, screen printing in middle school. Now, looking back, I wish I would have done woodworking because we did have woodshop back then. Um, but, no, I did uh, screen printing and keyboarding. So I work in an office, so I guess it paid off. <laughs> So I am intrigued um, by that you got to spend summers in the Dominican Republic. I mean, yeah. like, that's not, I would say, not a common experience amongst people in the U.S., right? Like, we pretty yeah. much stay where we're at. Um, so what was that like, getting to kind of be a part of almost two different worlds? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, back then, um, and I mean, I did this like preschool age until probably middle school or so. We would go all the time every summer until we were old enough to stay home during the summer. <laughs> um, but it was, it was definitely two different worlds that there, when I used to go, it was, you know, electricity would come and go, running water wasn't a regular thing. And my parents, my dad, my mom and dad are divorced and they got divorced when I was much younger, actually, before I was born. Um, but uh, like my dad's side was a little bit more well off than my mom's side. So for on her side, it was like, you know, we didn't have electricity as often or the running water wasn't a regular thing. And if you wanted to take showers, it was going to be with cold water unless somebody heated up the water. Um, but it was fun because like I got to hang out with all my cousins because most of her siblings lived there at the time. And it was a large family, 12 kids. My grandmother um, and my grandparents had 12 kids on that side of the family. So we had tons of cousins. And we would play outside, and it was just awesome. Play with dirt and water and just do craziness. And looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, that was really crazy. But <laughs> it was fun. It was different, uh, unlike here, where, you know, we stayed indoors most of the time because my mom was working all the time. 
So it was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool. Um, eating fresh fruit right off the trees or going to get sugar cane out in the backyard. It was just, it's pretty cool. Um, have your kids had any of that exposure or experience at all? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back. I haven't been back in so many years. It's probably been at least 16 years that I haven't been back. Um, my mom is here. My brothers are here. Right. My dad travels, you know, um, back and forth every, every so often. I get to see him. But, and with technology now, we get to chat with our family online. We get to see them. It's pretty cool. Um, but no, I haven't been back. I need to go back. But when I go back, it's just going to be like a real tourist. I'm going to be at a hotel because I mean, I'm going to visit family, but my kids, they, they wouldn't survive. <laughs> but it would be good to take them back so they could see, look, you know, it's, it's not the same what you see here. It's a completely different world. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So as you kind of got older, um, through high school, did you um, go into any secondary education after high school? I did. After high school, I started college, um, the local um, college here in Broward County. Um, and I started with business administration. Eventually I went into accounting um, and just, Swinging it, taking some classes every so often, and then eventually, when I met my husband, um, he wasn't into college either. He had a job, a good job, um, and eventually, he's like, you know what? I want to change, especially as we were going to have our, our first child. And then he went to college, and I'm like, man, this guy's going to start college and finish before me because I was like part-time student, you know, taking my time. And he was like a straight A student. I'm like, oh, I got to hustle up. So <laughs> it was like a race to the end, and I finally finished um, with a bachelor's in accounting and a minor in finance. Um, and then he did accounting as well. Um, and then he became a CPA, but yeah, um, that was my education. Like after high school was college. And then that was about it for education. I don't really feel like going back to college for another degree. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. No, no, (laughs) no more college. I'm good. Um, I think there's plenty to learn just from life. I don't need to. Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. So, so a lot of the kids nowadays, you know, it's good. They need it. They need to have their bachelor's and their master's and go for it. That's just not my cup of tea. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. It sounds like, does this mean you appreciate numbers if you're in accounting and like math or? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, accounting is more theory than numbers, right? Because we have spreadsheets and the spreadsheets will do all the numbers for us, all the calculations. And I, so I do love working with Excel. Um, the numbers I like are, my husband and I are big Dave Ramsey fans. So we like to um, work on paying off debt. So we like to use our spreadsheets to see how much we're paying off and reaching our goals. And that's like, we, we just enjoy it. That's like a fun date night is to talk about our budget. So that's a little geeky, but that's <laughs> I was like, can I call you a geek right now? Like, is yeah, absolutely. Proud <laughs> of it. Nerd it. <laughs> so, okay. So then how'd you get into making? Like, how'd you get into this DIY woodworking stuff? Um, before my husband and I moved into our house now, uh, we used to live in a 2-2 condo. And we just, you know, barely, we had no idea what we got ourselves into. You know, we could barely afford it, but we were living okay comfortably um and then eventually we started making more money with our jobs and we're like okay you know i think we can afford to buy a house i'm like oh that's awesome 
definitely not in the city we were living because that city is a little bit more expensive. So we had to move out of that city in particular. But we ended up buying um, a house uh, with five rooms and three bathrooms. And we're like, okay, well, we have a house. We can't really afford to do everything we want to do to the house or the stuff we see on TV. Uh, so we just, you know, did some things here and there ourselves. And ourselves, I mean, mostly me because he's not really into that DIY stuff. Um, but uh, like around... 2003 or 2000, sorry, not 2003, 2011 or so, we were expecting our second child. And um, I wanted to decorate the room and for the baby. And I'm like, well, being a parent the second time around, I know there's a lot of stuff we do for the first baby. And they're like, this kid does not need all this, you know, in the room. So I'm like, I'm going to try to do stuff myself instead of, you know, spend money on stuff that you really don't need. You figure that out later on that you don't really need. So I um, went online and found blogs. I'm like, oh my gosh, people are talking about stuff that they're making and, and look, they can show us how to do this. I'm going to try it. And um, like I stumbled upon Young House Love. I've been reading them ever since. Um, and she, Sherry was talking about how to make a bed skirt without sewing. I'm like, oh, great, because I don't have a sewing machine. <laughs> so I tried to do that and it worked. And then I painted the walls doing some crazy like um, circles on them. And I didn't have anything to paint exact circles and they're like well you can use a cup and dip it in the paint and then put it on the walls and then I'm like oh my god this is really working out so I painted that room and it was just pretty cool one thing led to the other and just started doing another project here and there and my husband you know saw that I was really into it and he gifted me tools and I was like I like this let's do more <laughs> so it's pretty cool it just kept on going from there so you've been would you say then you've been kind of a maker since would you say 2011 2011 definitely okay yeah. what was the first um woodworking project that you did um my husband got me a um a compact miter saw um for my birthday um one year and with that I think the first thing I built was probably I wonder what it was it it, it wasn't the workbench because um he also I bore I bought uh, like the Craig jig, the little like K4 or something. Um, and they come with plans to build like a workbench. Eventually I built that workbench. But I think the first thing I did was probably like a floating shelf or something. Um, Shanty the Sheik had the plans. I'm like, let's do this. Um, so that's what I started with. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, okay. Now, so you do all of this stuff mainly for your own your own house and what you like to build um, for your guys's needs. Do you do do you do a blog or anything with it, or right now it's just uh, sharing with like Instagram and stuff? I do have a website which um, I got. I won. I established it through a WordPress site um, because I read that that's one of the best ones to use for blogging. Because I I thought about blogging, but I didn't necessarily. Um, it's a lot of work, you know? Um, so eventually I, I have all the pictures because I like to document stuff. Um, so eventually I probably will put some stuff up there and go from there. I make stuff for myself for our home. And then I also get commissioned to do stuff every once in a while. So I like to do that too. And that's pretty cool too. So eventually stuff will be on a site somewhere. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what question to ask next. Okay, so <laughs> so you did like the floating shelf, eventually did the workbench. Mm -hmm. um, like, 
and but you do all sorts of things right you're you're kind of everywhere with the DIY stuff so like like what's your favorite thing to work with like what's your favorite medium yeah um I, I really enjoy woodworking but more than that I like to like take a space and like change it um I recently when we went to work FrenchCon my sister lives in Augusta Georgia so I drove up um before like a week before the conference to go help her work on her five her family room she moved there early last year or the year before that and um she and her husband are both in the army so they move a lot um but this home is going to be pretty much their final home they're pretty sure of that so they say we'll see (laughs) but um she likes to she wants to like she sees things on pinterest and she's like man jesse can we do something like this i'm like absolutely let's do it you have money let's go (laughs) um so i went up there the week before that and i just i like to like see the room like change like you know I like eventually I hope one day I could buy a house and slowly fix it up and and do something with it so when I have an opportunity to like transform a room I'm all over that um so eventually like her room we did it in phases we started our Pinterest board and we started like looking for things that she liked and started coming up with ideas design ideas or what she'd want that space to look like and then I suggested maybe these pieces are doing that and just putting that room together um when she was in training in Florida um, she would drive from North Florida from an Air Force base and come down to South Florida and take or help me with some of the projects that we were making for her house because I did them in phases. And um, when she finished her training, her storage benches was one of the pieces for that room. She was able to take those back home. Um, and I drove up to Orlando to meet them one day. We were going to Disney and I drove up with the floaty shelves I made. And then when it was workbench con time, then I drove up all the way there with my tools in my car. <laughs> so I stuck my table saw and my miter saw and put them in the trunk and all my other tools I could think of and drove up to Georgia and fixed up her fireplace. Just worked like, uh, like those, uh, people that do house crashing stuff. Oh my gosh. It's so exhausting. <laughs> so much work working, uh, waking up early and staying up late. And it's like, how do they do it? I don't know, but it was fun. Well, I'm more concerned with how come I did not know you had all of these tools in your vehicle. At <laughs> I mean, like we should have been having making parties out in like the parking lot <laughs> in Atlanta. I think that's what should have been going on. <laughs> probably. Everything was in there. I'm like, I, I didn't even check on my car once while I was there, which is probably not so smart. But <laughs> um, I was like, well, you know, it'll survive. And yeah, we probably should have done that. Why not? <laughs> I, I think this sounds like a plan for next year. Next year, Jesse so. has to drive again, <laughs> all of her tools, so that we can all like be making stuff in the parking lot. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I think I'm telling my sister she she's she's got that DIY bug now. She's like, oh my god, let's do this. What else can I do? So I'm like, hey, don't buy a table saw. I'm gonna upgrade soon. I will sell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go and I think yeah. okay so you brought up tools so I think that's like the perfect segue to do some uh shop talk okay right, so what is your shop space like um I'm fortunate enough to have a three-car garage oh. um yes I try to keep it to one side um like two-car garage space but it there's a lot of overflow it's really messy in there <laughs> I clean it, I purge, I organize, and once I start a project, it is like 
just like a bomb went off in there. It's really bad. So I try to keep the guard one side closed and I try to keep the clutter to the one side so nobody, my neighbors don't see what I have going on in there. But the space is good. It just needs to be organized eventually. I have so much that, you know, we see people share their shops and it's like, oh my God, I want to do this and I want to try that. And look, this is a good thing to organize my clamps or to hold my paints or my tools and uh, money, time, energy is needed to make those things happen. And sometimes that's not around all the time. <laughs> no. And I don't know, maybe you're a little bit like me, like, I sometimes feel like the like oddest or worst like maker out there. Like I don't enjoy making things for my shop. Like that is not, (laughs) you know, like I want, I'm like, but I have this cool table or this cool, whatever project that I want to do. And like, yeah, the idea of stopping all that to make like a workbench or whatever. So everything in my shop for the most part, I mean, there are things that I've, like, organization things I've bought new, mm-hmm. but, like, I'll try to just, like, look on Craigslist or look on, like, Facebook Marketplace, like, you know, who has a tool bench that's already put together that they're getting I for, know. Like, five bucks, you know? Like, I you because sometimes <laughs> assembling things, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> building, right? Because assembling sometimes, like, oh, my God, this is so hard, you know? It's <laughs> Why is it taking me so long? I build stuff. I should be able to assemble something. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not alone in that. I'm not alone. <laughs> I just I see all these makers, you know, who make stuff for their shop, and that's like a big thing. And I'm like, I appreciate that you do that, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I'm like, I get so little time in the shop as it is that when I'm there, that's the last thing I want to be working on. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then I guess since. <laughs> I do get little shop just like you little shop time I should probably be more organized so when I do get that shop time I'm not spending it putting things back where they belong and then it's like it's time to go I gotta go back inside you know, I know. So, oh, so yeah I don't I don't know if you've like been paying any attention to my stories or anything but I basically <laughs> spent like the whole month like the last part of March and the whole month of April just organizing like whatever shop time I had it was just cleaning and organizing and I still didn't get it finished I mean it's a lot better than it was but um I'm like no because I had I have a a project for my uh, daughter's preschool that I you know they asked me to make so I got to get that done but I'm like no probably when that's done then I gotta go back to like organizing yeah (laughs) yeah it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I've organized that garage and it just it becomes a mess. One of the trips my sister made down here to work on one of her projects, it's like she helps me do it. She's like, Jesse, we have to clean this place up. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And it was looking great. And then I'm like, please don't even bother. Don't come down here. Don't come to my house. Don't look at what I have going on here. She was very upset. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Hello, Maker Moms. This week's episode is sponsored by Carolina Boots. As most of you know, one of the most important tools a maker can have is a good pair of work boots. Carolina Boots has been making safety footwear for Maker Moms since 1963. And you can get 10% off your very own pair by visiting carolinashoe.com and using coupon code MAKERMOM10 at checkout. These boots are made for function, not fashion, and they are built for her work. 
Okay, so what right now is your favorite tool in your shop space? Uh, <clears throat> the, my workhorse is the miter saw, um, but I need to work on like aligning it properly. I think it's off a bit, and I tried doing it before and it wasn't working. So I don't know if it's something on my side that I'm not figuring out the right thing, or maybe it's the tool. Um, so I don't really have a favorite. They all come in handy for their specific task. Um, the table saw, it's another one that I use a lot. Um, but just no, no, no specific favorite, you know. What about outside of, um, outside of woodworking? Like for all your other projects, like what is something that you just like really enjoy using? Um, well, I guess my camera. <laughs> I like to take pictures, um, learn about photography um, and videography, but um, my camera. Um, funny story, I just I wanted to get a wide angle lens because I like to take pictures of rooms. Um, and I have a Nikon, what is this, a D5100, 5100. Um, and I bought this wide-angle lens. I'm like, okay, this is great. I need this. And it turns out that lens does not work with my camera. I was like, no. And there's a 50% restocking fee. No. I'm like, why? So I probably will end up buying a new camera. Because <laughs> I want the lens. Um, and my camera is starting like a beginner um, type. So it's, I'm due. I, it's, it's one of those, you know, you save up to buy something and it's like, dang it, it's not the right one, and now I'm going to buy something else. I prefer to spend that money on tools, but I do want a camera, so. Yeah, I still do. Um, I mean, I, like, pretty much hit the jackpot and have, like, an amazing photographer as a neighbor slash awesome. friend. Yes. And so, like, finished product pictures, he does all of my finished product That's pictures. great. I know. <laughs> it's like, really great, awesome. yeah. Here you go. Take pictures, make it look awesome. Okay. Exactly. Oh, how nice. But for uh, videography, I'm still working with like a Sony Handycam that we bought like for when I was pregnant with my uh -huh. son. You know, like we bought it for like being able to record the birth of my of son. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah. And so that's like what I use and it, it does a good job, but yeah, the more I do things like go to workbench con or mm -hmm. listen to the podcast, you know, with all the like big YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably yeah. at some yeah. point in time <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or, or just get a second one. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I would really love to set up a couple different angles. While absolutely. So yeah. I have more to choose from like, mm -hmm. Oh, that angle was much better than that one or whatever, yes. you know? Yes. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm always like checking like, um, like the Facebook groups or something to see if something used out yeah. there that maybe is what, you know, something mm -hmm. I'm into. Yeah. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple, um, Christmases ago, like I asked for and got, um, my wife got me like a really nice tripod and when she was like going to do it, she's like, really? Like a tripod is what you, and I was like, yes, I need to be Absolutely. able to like, you know, adjust it and get all these like really, I mean, I don't know. It yeah. was like a, over a hundred dollar tripod and it's mm -hmm. like, people don't think about that as a tool, but I'm like, no, I need yeah. to be able to get all these angles 
Like I want something from overhead that yeah. you know, I don't want to have to like jimmy it and hang it from the rafters trying to uh -huh. get that shot. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've all done that. Yes. <laughs> we want to keep our equipment a little safer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Uh, and I heard you mention Pinterest. So are you like a big like Pinterest user for like inspiration type thing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, you just keep pinning stuff. Eventually you got to go in there and see what have I been pinning? What am I going to do with all these pins? <laughs> but yeah. I do the same thing on Instagram too, since we could bookmark images. And so I have all these little like categories and I keep like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Nice picture. Okay. I'm going to save that. You know, maybe later on I could try that. But I know I hit save like so much on Instagram. Yeah. And then I go back through it and I'm like, I can't even find what I'm looking for because I've saved too many images, but yeah. Uh -huh. um, but that's kind of funny. Like I had Amy from uh, her tool belt on yeah. uh, last week and um, she said for her big uh, playhouse, you know, Pinterest made her do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. So true. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, all right. So you mentioned, you know, Obviously, you've got a list of tools that you still want to get. I mean, yeah, I don't know any maker who does not have a list of like tools, <laughs> a never ending list of tools that they want to get. Of so like, what's at the top of your list right now? Besides the camera to go with your wide angle lens, what like, I know. what's at the top of your list? <clears throat> um, since I mentioned that I plan on selling some of my tools to my sister. Um, it's going to be a table saw or the miter saw. Um, if I get the miter saw, I want to get the, probably the, the Festool is to, a bit out of my price point at this time. So I probably may end up trying the other one that does the gliding arm. I forget what brand that is. Um, I can't think of it. Um, I don't, it's, not, I don't know. it's not DeWalt, right? It's not. No. Um, no, it's another brand that has a, um, has a gliding arm. So they, the, the space that it takes up isn't as, it doesn't have the bar in the back part of the microphone. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was thinking about getting that one. And I think the festival is somewhat like that too. Um, but I want to get something like that so that, I, even though I really don't need it now that I think about it, because my miter saw is like in the middle of the shop. It's not, by the wall at you know one of those miter stations mm -hmm. and i don't think i'd necessarily use it there either but i don't know it'd be nice to have a nicer one yeah i'm um, in the table saw you know what everybody wants is a table saw you know um <laughs> it's just that much money <laughs> i know what kind of table saw do you have right now i have a um contractor contract saw um a rigid um and that one works okay you know um it does what i need it to do um sometimes like i bought that and i was so excited because i saved up some i think it was some home people gift cards um and i finally bought it and i was super excited to have it that thing sat in a box for probably like three months i was totally <laughs> intimidated i couldn't open i was i didn't open the box i had my father-in-law who does woodworking um like hey can you help me take a look at you know my the table saw i bought and help me you know figure out how to set it up or whatnot and we did that, but I didn't even use it. It sat there unused for a good while until finally, I'm like, what am I waiting for? I see all these YouTube videos. 
I see the people on Instagram, I'm going to do this. And once I started, it's like, why did I take so long? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, those things have a lot of power. And they, they have sure big, do. And they have big blades. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think they there's sure anything do. wrong with avoiding, mm -hmm. uh, you know. It, again, if you've listened to the podcast, you have heard me say that I avoided for a very long time my router. So, like, yeah, like seven years. Uh -huh. <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It um, but now I've used like, it a few times, and I'm like, again, what was I waiting for? All right. <laughs> I mean, I use, I keep everything on it. Like, I see people using theirs without the riding knife. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would be so freaked out to do that. And they're like, riding knife? What's a riding knife? Who needs that? <laughs> and mine, I have the blade guard on it, except when I'm doing the two by fours, if I'm trying to rip those and it's like, okay, now, or trying to get like yeah. the little curve side off. Yeah. Then I definitely, I take off that other part. But other than that, I'm like, put everything back on. <laughs> mm -hmm. I avoid accidents as much as I possibly can. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you have a full-time job. You've got yeah. three kids. Yep. You're making and redoing rooms. Like, yeah. how are you doing all of this and not losing your mind? Um, a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I run caffeine and fumes. Um, my husband helps whenever he's not coaching at school because he's an assistant wrestling coach at our son's high school. Um, you know, he'll hang out with the kids so that I can spend a little more shop time or the kids will come out in the garage and I'll just open everything up and they're playing outside. Um, I have earmuffs for everybody or hearing protection. <laughs> so the little guys, when they come out, they'll, they, they know if I'm going to work on the table saw on the other tools, I'm like, okay, um, cover your ears and they'll put on their ears, which is what I say, put on your ears and they'll, you know, I'll help them with that. Or they'll help me in the shop too. So they're out there. I'm like, here's some paint or here's some sawdust, vacuum it away. <laughs> and they'll do that or take it upon themselves to do it. So that's good too. But I stay up late when I'm like working on something and I want to get it done. I'll stay up late and I enjoy doing it. So staying up late doesn't even feel like it's working, right? It's like, oh, I'm fine. I can stay up all night. And then I pay the ultimate price the next day <laughs> because I still got to get up and help everybody do what they have to do and go about my day. Yeah, that pesky next day thing, it always gets in the way. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite part about being a maker and DIYer? Um, seeing things come together. Like seeing something, I'm like, wow, I made this. That's pretty cool. You know, I it's not perfect by any means. I'm like, you know, you learn from it, which is awesome. Because they're like, okay, if I were to do it again, I'd probably do this or do that. But just coming, seeing it come together, it's like, yeah, it feels so good. Another thing I like about it is my husband, he's not a, into the whole DIY thing. He's very supportive and he'll help me if I need help with math because he's my brains. Um, but he'll like if I, I redid our dining room years ago and when people come over for the first time, like, oh, yeah, I did this. He'll, he'll say he did it. You know, oh, come on over. Look at my dining room. I installed the crown molding. I did the board and that. And oh, look at the furniture. Yeah, I repainted. I'm like, everybody sees him like, yes, you yeah, know, yeah, no, he did not do that. That's all me. <laughs> But a lot of people know that, too, so they're impressed by it, and that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. What, what's your favorite part about being a mom? Um, the craziness is good. It's also overwhelming at times, but 
I like seeing these three people we've made from the two from two people that are the same be completely different. You know, um, I have a a geeky kid, a social butterfly, and a rambunctious wild card of a kid, and they're all different. And it's nice to to see who they are and who they're turning into, and trying to help them out and help them make good decisions. Um, overcome their own obstacles and challenges that they're going through and trying to learn as we go. And I tell them and we tell them, my husband and I, we're not perfect. We don't know everything. We're trying to figure this out. And, you know, we know you're trying to figure it out and we're trying to help you along the way. But it's, it's cool to see these kids just be who they are and fight at one moment and then love each other so much after. <laughs> it's amazing, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're good kids. That's good. Hopefully they'll stay that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully they'll turn into good adults, right? Yes. Um, what kind of challenges have you faced or encountered uh, as you've been kind of getting into this whole DIY and woodworking? Challenges? I don't know. I guess getting out of my own brain, probably doubting myself, you know, trying to figure out like, uh, could I really do this or whatnot? And I guess that would, that would, that'd be one of the biggest things. Um, just believing I can try it. Let me try it. Let me see if it works. And if it doesn't work, okay, what else can we do? How else can I, what else can I do? Or brainstorming with someone, um, to get some ideas and seeing things from a different perspective. Um, so I think that just stop doubting. <laughs> Give it a try, you know, it'll probably work. What, what has been helpful to kind of get you out of your head, you know, and, and to get you to the point of saying, yeah, let's try this. Uh, resources, I guess. Uh, having information available. It's so awesome that people share stuff that they know with other people instead of just keeping it to themselves. Um, so, so thankful that we have resources online that people share their videos on YouTube or on their websites and, and put that out there for people um, to learn from it. Um, so hopefully I wish I could maybe do that in the future where I can share stuff that I've learned with other people. Um, but I think that's it's so great. And then just talking to people, like I don't have any makers that, well, before now, now I know plenty of makers, but before I didn't really have people to talk to about it. So it was all online and finding other people that did it and just reading those blogs or whatever and figuring it out and giving it a try and seeing if it actually worked. Um, sometimes I think about like uh, going to the stores and asking people there, but sometimes they don't always know stuff, um, <laughs> which I learned with tiling. Um, but just, I guess it's just good that the resources are out there and talking about it. Like, my husband is not a DIYer, like I said, or into woodworking or anything, but he'll give me some feedback and like, hey, you know, think about this or try to brainstorm it. I guess we both try to figure it out and then see where to go from there. Okay. What are you hoping that your kids are, are learning from kind of watching you do all of this, do the full-time gig and mm -hmm. then doing the DIY and making? I hope that they learn that it's just to try it. I mean, like, my kids are all different. 
Um, but I, I I'll have him out there whenever, like my teenager is not much into it at all, but he'll go out there if I need help. He's my muscle. You know, I'm like, okay, I need to move this around. Come help mom out. Um, but that I want them to learn that, you know, they could try it. Like if something seems complicated, sometimes, you know, break it down into pieces and see how you can tackle those smaller portions of it. Um, it's not as hard as it we think it is. Everything doesn't require rocket scientists. We can figure this thing out. Um, and just, you know, what's this big project you want to do? What's this big assignment? And we do that with schoolwork too. Okay, let's break it down. Let's break it on smaller pieces. How can we, let's accomplish this first task and then we can move on to the next one. And that's one of those things I have to practice myself because I'm all over the place. Um, so I have to focus on one room at a time instead of having a million projects all over the house and stuff. But um, just, I hope that they learn that anything is possible. You just, what's that thing you want to do? Let's figure it out. Okay, now let's break it down into smaller pieces and see how you can get there. Are, have any of them shown an interest in like wanting to learn how to do this stuff? My, um, my two younger ones, um, cause I guess cause they're younger. <laughs> um, they're uh, seven and five. Um, but they, they hang out in the shop with me. They, my second one, my number two has my, it says the honey do list. It's the mommy do list. Um, I got to build a, a house, a playhouse outside. I got to build bunk beds. So he has a list of things that he wants me to do. They're happy to help <laughs> drill pocket holes. They're all about that. Um, they, so they, yeah, the younger ones definitely are into it. They, they want to build stuff. If I'm painting something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to repaint this, but here's paint. Go have at it, you know, go for it and they'll help out. Um, so I think there is an interest there. The second one is more creative um, than the rest. He likes to draw stuff. He likes to make things. Um, we have like a book that he likes to draw or he and I draw together about sketches for robots and stuff. So we'll put it in the book. So that we'll say, when we make our robot, this is what it's going to have or what it's going to do. So I think that one may have that may go into that area of making things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, so what, are there any other like maker moms out there that you'd like to kind of like shout out that you've appreciated uh, watching or interacting with? Um, I like, uh, I like to talk to um, Jessica and Jessica is I think Rose Farm, which up. Um, she is in Florida. Uh, I believe Orlando, although I always think it's Tampa. She's in Orlando. Um, and I got to meet her at WorkbenchCon, which is pretty cool. Um, and she's same as me. Well, except she's a stay-at-home mom, which is pretty cool. Um, but, you know, she's just trying to make things and trying to learn as she goes and share things when she learns things and talks about things, which is cool. Um, so it's cool. Eventually, I hope I can make it up to her area. She said, oh, if you're in the area, you can hang out here. I'm like, okay, well, you can't take that back. I'm coming. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so... I, I like to just see everybody how how cool it is that girls can do this sort of stuff too. Um, and the guys are very cool too because they are like very welcoming. Yes, come on over, do this, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but just every female out there doing her thing, kudos to her. Absolutely. 
Okay, so what would be your advice, words of encouragement um, to a mom who wants to tackle like a new skill like DIYing, making, uh, you know, but is hesitant to get started, like you said, maybe in their own head mm -hmm. and uh, afraid to try it out? Um, I'll think of this person as my sister, for example, which is a great example. Um, no experience, just like me, we started with no experience in making anything. And she is like, I do not know how to make anything. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you know, pick a project. What do you want to do? Um, okay, I want to make a sign for, so I can put messages for my kids. Okay, easy enough. Let's find the resources. Fortunately, we live in a great time where everything's online. Anything and everything. Go find it. It's out there. Find somebody. Talk to people. Um, people are happy to, if you tell them you want to make something, you want to learn how to make it, if they love it, they're going to tell you everything about it. If I find somebody that talks about woodworking, oh, let's talk. I can talk about it all the time because I love it. I'm passionate about it. So if you find a project, pick, pick a project and go find the information that's out there. Just give it a try. Start with something small and you can do it. And then you're going to get hooked because it's fun. It's fun making stuff. It is fun making stuff. That's right. Um, okay, Jesse, where can people find you? I know you mentioned at the start with Instagram, um, but where can people find you on the webs to go follow <laughs> along with you? Mostly on Instagram because my website is, it's there, but it, it's, it looks okay, but I, it needs an update, if you will. Um, but um, so my website is votebyjesse.com and that's Jesse with an IE at the end, not a, just an E or whatever. Um, and then at Built by Jesse on Instagram is mostly where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, lately, I haven't been doing much on Instagram because it's the end of the school year for us. We're, all, we're wrapping things up and that's priority is the kids and the, the home life. Um, but I'm always like checking up on what people are working on, which is always fun. And when I'm making dinner, I have my earphones, my yeah, earphones on and I'm listening to the stories while I'm making dinner or something. So I'm like, tell my husband, I'm just catching up on my stories. Just like so far. Bruce. But um, it's fun to uh, catch up on everything. And but that's where I like to share stuff mostly. All right. And I'll make sure that is uh, in the show notes. And I want to just add in that uh, IE for Jesse is the only way to spell it. That's the way we spell my daughter's name, Jesse. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm definitely with you on that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jesse, for taking the time to talk with me today. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me to do this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Again, that was Jesse with Built by Jesse. And as always, I will include links in the show notes uh, so you can follow along with Jesse as she works on, you know, revamping that website and getting more put out there on Instagram. And again, speaking of Instagram, make sure you're following along with the Maker Mom podcast at Maker Mom podcast on Instagram, because that's where all the action is going on. And uh, that's where I share, every, share everything. And the link in the bio takes you everywhere you need to go, including the show notes, including Patreon to join up with the tribe. So at Maker Mom podcast on Instagram. Make sure you're following along and until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. 
And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other maker moms you know. Thank you.